0: Hello and welcome to New Tricks, the weekly podcast from New Dog PR. I'm Emily Newman
1: and I'm Catherine Doggall. This podcast is a chance to mull over the current goings on in hotel land, chat to some pleasant folk about things they know and provide some interest for your ears.
0: We've bought our journalism and communication experience together with our sector knowledge and contacts to create a strategic PR company which understands investing in hotels and the many roles within them.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of New Tricks, as the UK government gets ever closer to having a quarantine plan, causing us to wonder what you'd put into a hotel quarantine cocktail. Do send us a message. Something tangy is our suspicion. PNK People's Kevin Edwards joins us to discuss whether you can survive lockdown on six chocolate hobnobs, as well as IHG's rebrand, why the planet matters, and transactions in the world of timeshare, or as we now call it, vacation ownership.
0: to episode six of New Tricks, the weekly podcast from New Dog PR. Um, Catherine, how are you today? I am super, thank you, Emily, and how are you? Oh, splendid, thank you. Yeah, we are, we're into, into Feb, firmly into February, as I th- Introduced last week's episode, and I assumed we were still in January. But no, no, we've we've moved along to February, unbeknownst to me. Um, we've got a guest with us. This is very a real other person. <laughs> we have Kevin Edwards. Kevin, without me, why don't you introduce yourself? Because I'm bound to get it wrong. You tell us who you are and what you do.
2: Oh, thank you, Emily. So I'm um, I'm Kevin Edwards. I'm as you know I'm a hotel consultant but I specialise within um, technology and business process
0: it's a joy to have you with us
2: it, it is. certainly is
0: um we'll talk about interesting things that happen in in the in the hotel world shortly but but we do need to have a catch up on on well actually continuing on the food theme you have a food story to share because you're holed up you can't leave your house there's there's snow there's floods and you're surviving on chocolate hobnobs have i embellished any of this or is are we an accurate state of affairs
2: Uh, entirely accurate so um yeah not only are we locked down the government now have them have closed the roads um out of the village um and so i am surviving purely on the remaining six chocolate hobnobs. they are entirely covered in chocolate which is which is a great delight um they're on special currently yeah um so yeah so it's um it's new it's good yeah it's not going to last forever just
0: like
2: the virus. <laughs> no. Easing no. you
0: in. <laughs> Easing you into Easter. Easter yeah, Exactly. <laughs> How's your food supplies, Catherine? Uh well, France as a whole, very good.
1: Uh MS Paris, worse by the minute, uh, it seems. Um people have been reporting back into me now across Paris, uh mostly Accor employees to see what they've seen. And at the moment this week, we still, of course, have hummus, that which binds us all, it seems. Still plenty of hummus in M&S Paris. Um, but nothing else, nothing else. There was a brief moment last week where we had some mulled wine, which was unexpected. But, um, <laughs> but now we a bit and Garibaldi's. And there's a little sign next to the Garibaldi's saying new. Uh, Garibaldi's aren't new. I uh, when I was growing up. Um, and I think they're known as squashed fly biscuits, aren't they? So, not new, but new to Paris, maybe. New in delivery, can't really tell, but yes. So, at the moment, hummus and garibaldi's. I'll not be combining the two. Uh, I don't think that would be appropriate at this stage. Um, lots of grumpy MS employees still. I imagine lots of grumpy MS franchise owners, um, but uh, but not any actual movement as far as delivery goes. So, oh, no. my. hummus and garibaldi's are where we at. Occasional hot alcohol. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is so clearly just a, let's rummage around yes. the stock
1: room. Oh, that's a one. And the big sign saying Germany next to it. So I guess that the borders have opened up with Germany or closed okay. or reopened or something. Yeah. But what I can also report actually is that the Swedish shop. Um, near to me has run out of pepper caca the spicy biscuits pepper cock, pepper cock and cock and pepper, pepper <laughs> the spicy Someone one out the christmas biscuits,
0: screaming the christmas biscuits
1: so i can only imagine that all the mold wine came in is now no mold wine left obviously um and everyone immediately raced around to the swedish shop to acquire all their christmas biscuits and hold themselves up for some late christmas and now there's nothing neither of any so um yes paris's second christmas has now passed and it's on to more
0: well, you have our deepest thoughts and sympathy. Of course,
1: of course. To get through it's, the It's to, back get to through powering the, through the French cuisine, I'm afraid.
0: <laughs> through the hummus siege. If Only if they Good had luck. cheese
1: and wine and things like that, but
0: Still so at least you're not quarantining in a hotel doing that. Because Indeed that, not. And just hummus to survive on is like some I mean. Well it was, if was quarantining in a hotel. It would
1: presumably be just club sandwiches. So I guess you order your club sandwich in the morning and then divide it down to its constituent parts. Three, four. You can use the toasted <laughs> so bit say, as the toasted bit yeah. you would have as the toast for your breakfast, wouldn't you? And then I guess the salad bit. Are you having that for lunch, that bit? Yeah, and then... I guess so.
2: What would dessert be? You know, what, what, would, you know, what would you have after your dinner, though? Um, you, know, you, you are going to get that a club sandwich.
1: But no. One course only.
2: Maybe that's why it took so long to actually get the government to come up with how it's going to work what are we
0: going Perhaps to do they about are considering the dietary requirements yeah. yes um, yeah how we can extract the various meals from a club sandwich that is that is doubtless d- undoubtedly oh the mint um, on the pillow mint on the pillow obviously that's what you're having for a pudding <laughs> of course obviously so this um. is in relation to the news that it is official from the 15th of february anyone travelling to the uk from a country on the uk's travel ban list will be required to quarantine in a government approved facility for Ten days. Just the, let's just swap facility for hotel because it sounds way less George Orwell. Mm, um, so, uh, but in the good news, um, again, in our in our extensive preparation for these episodes, I've just seen that over two hundred thousand passengers from countries um, with the new variant could arrive in the UK before the fifteenth of, Feb- of February. So that's a foolproof plan. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: going well. It's yeah. going well. And um, and as as we speak, and this will be the eighth of February. So heading into a week out. Um, the Mirror had confirmed that no hotels had yet been signed up for the hotel quarantine. So it's not as as much a hotel quarantine as I think the government aspired it to be at the moment. It's more just same old quarantine, uh, not so many hotels.
2: Yeah, it's strange because on the list, Newcastle isn't on. Um uh, is it
1: on on um, the on the red travel ban list like, it's or just, just it's <laughs> just not it's just not on
2: no, yeah, no no's allowed in from Newcastle. But um it's not actually on the list of places where they're quarantining people. So if I fly into Newcastle, they're gonna drive me down to Leeds? Ah yes. Yes.
1: Ah well, there no will risk be? there, no movement. Mm.
2: No. Because there is a double tree at Newcastle, which actually would be alright for a couple of weeks. With some hummus. Yeah, uh huh.
1: That's absolutely pleasant. Well, can you request it? Is there a request capacity with these quarantine hotels? Because well, if they haven't signed any up as yet, then you can, uh, you know, make, make, if you have to come in, you say, Where's my We haven't got any hotels. where if I have to set as a responsible citizen? You say, Fine, fine, I will choose. And I will choose a double tree in Newcastle.
2: Yeah. It just seems a bit odd. To me as, as like you know, really, a small business. really, a year <laughs> yeah, later, just,
1: a year into just... this, and suddenly it's like we're going to put you into hotels. We don't have the hotels yet. Nothing all yeah. just happening here.
2: I think the hotels to one side. The whole variant piece it just confuses me because you know we've obviously got a variant in Kent, and that's where it all sort of started from. But bizarrely, now we've got four thousand variants, um, which all seem to come just after we've got the um, the vaccine um that sneaky little virus again and it just seems odd that one we're closing the borders because obviously everybody's only going for business um i just don't understand it from an economic point of view it just seems just so bizarre
1: but could you find yourself understanding it from a political point of view if you say wanted to be like i don't know i don't want to cast aspersions but just like a tiny tiny bit right wing So if you were, say, a Home Secretary and maybe it occurred to you that you could have like a big paddle and you could put that paddle in the channel and make a big wave and it could knock all of the migrants out of their boats. And if you thought like that, maybe you would think like this.
2: Very true. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't 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 want to leap into
1: people's psychology at all. One can't help but notice that it tends to play out quite well when you lock people up. With a certain
0: a certain demographic, per chance, per chance, <laughs> per chance, per chance. So linked to hotel quarantining, which I do feel like I need to drink, is um I don't know. It sounds like it will be tangy, potentially,
1: mm-hmm. and then, and then yeah. warm because you've been doing it for too long and it hadn't been chilled properly.
0: Mm-hmm. We won't do that. No. We won't do that. No, no, no. no. I don't. Um, want, I don't instead... want to drink the hotel
1: quarantine. that's not
0: um you've got your mulled wine anyway you're sorted it's
1: well I did have my mulled wine
0: (laughs) um vaccine passports so this isn't happening this was happening this isn't happening in the UK at least but other countries are doing it so so it's been a long time since I've traveled but when I I recall traveling I had a passport and wherever I went you needed to have that passport yes. shown, proven, mm-hmm. stamped, waved about, whatever it was. It was something that was a reciprocal. Mm-hmm. It happened at every mm-hmm. different country they that look quite interacted with. Yeah. And um, so I'm slightly bemused. Again, perhaps this is way above my pay grade as to how a vaccine passport may work in some countries, such as Greece, who have said that that is what they should like to do, um, and another uh, and a number of other countries, um but not everywhere. Anyone got any insight into this that's passed me by so far?
2: it's probably the most confusing thing ever, isn't it? Yeah, why, you know, to me, it makes perfect sense. But can you imagine trying to coordinate an effort to roll out a global passport? Um, I mean, it would be like, you know, doing Yellow Fever. Yeah,
0: and (laughs) and it seems challenging enough to get
1: people into hotels. Yeah. If only there was something you had to carry with you when you went some places and not others.
2: I know, it's... it's, it's, um, Who'd have thought it? I know, yeah.
1: I know. Yes. Well the Danes are into it, aren't they? the Danes are into it and the Israelis are putting together a database, which I assume is the same thing as a passport. Uh, so if you can fly, if you have had it, you can go to Denmark and other places. And I watched that, you know, nice Danish drama recently. It looked very pleasant. Um mm-hmm. they're very it's one of those, you know, nice Scandinavian countries. Probably stay off the spirits, probably won't go blind, but otherwise very pleasant. You know, fish a lot of fish probably. Um, it's to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be into that.
0: It's um. Although I have heard, as I understand it, if in in lieu of a vaccine passport, you can go to your GP and get a letter saying that you've had your vaccine, which I'm sure GPs will be thrilled about at the moment. Yeah, they're not they're busy not to be doing. No, no. no, they're probably they're in a bit of a downtime, yeah. aren't they? Mm. Beat yeah. up. Um. So, so I imagine. In anyone that wants to knock on the door and say could I have a letter for that please we'll just be met with open arms a lot of PPE but open arms and Mm. yes here's your letter and and I guess
2: you know does it then become like very independent so we can't go to South Africa no that would be bad Um,
1: well they're not selling any alcohol at the moment in South Africa as it is so I'm not going to go all that way and then not get a cold hotel quarantine when I get there
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Um, So there's been a lot happening. Sector-wise, in the in in the news, there's a lot of news coming out of the sector at the moment. Um, and perhaps we could have a little kind of trot through that, starting with the uh, then news that the uh, that IHG are now IHG Hotels and Resorts, mm. having under undergone a, a a brand refresh to reflect the company's growth, um, as it looks to evolve after a period of strong growth around the world. You can tell I'm reading from the official press release, <laughs> That's my official press release. It's very um, good tone. Thank you. So, um, notable things about this. I mean, I noticed that they'd added the word resorts in. Mm. That was that was my observation, talking to a trend.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they've just sucked the life out of it. They've just <laughs> taken all the colour out of it. That's what you want in a resort, just, isn't it? They've made it as bland and monolithic as they can. Therefore, they can be all things to all people because it's boring. So
1: All I wonder things. how much money they spent on that. Because yeah. <laughs> that is a bad, bad cheap.
2: focus group. I mean, it doesn't look that bad. But, you know, it, you know I, I totally get why they're going down the whole resorts piece. You know, that, that's obviously going to be you know successful in the future. You know, it's where you know, most of the sensible heads are already heading towards in terms of investing. But, yeah, I, I think they should have left in the orange.
0: Like the orange. Yeah, I
2: quite like the orange.
0: Isn't that I can't see well, no, the date I don't have the date to hand, but I'm sure it wasn't that long ago since their their previous rebrand, but what do I know? Um, Catherine, do you have any thoughts on that? I agree with Kevin. It's it's back, and the and the letters are slightly
1: further apart now and the mm. and the hotel looks a bit squashed.
2: Does that so symbolise anything?
0: I the letters into being that. further
2: apart, is that sort of more global presence?
0: Is that their Ooh. relationship with their owners yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moving further they apart? Have <laughs> um, from resorts, though, leads us nicely into uh, Marriott, very much enjoying timeshares. Um, Catherine, can you talk us through this story?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the good people at, at Marriott Vacations, which is the um, now separate timeshare business, have bought um, for $430 million dollars, Welk Resorts. This is great for a number of reasons, primarily because they're called Welk. And so what's not to like (laughs) about that? You know, uh, cockles and mussels, Welks, it's all very northern. Um, Alive, Alive. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's just great. It's just great. And why wouldn't you stay in a Welk Resort? It's just, it's got it all. I don't don't know. Sometimes I don't know if a bad Welk is as bad as a bad oyster. But they seem to have powered through these Welk people. They have eight resorts. So um, any kind of bad branding hasn't held them back. Um, and now Marriott has them, and uh, they did have around sort of just in the, the high 70s of resorts, so adding eight is very good for them. Um, there was some grumbling amongst observers saying, well, you know, it's terrible for those little independent timeshare resort people, but I don't know any little independent timeshare resort people, so it's hard to get worked up about it. Um, but, <laughs> but it does show something which I've been pushing uh, for some time, which is that eventually the sector will realize that it's time for timeshare to come back again, because uh, we've had Airbnb. um, And now, if only there was something that the sector could offer that was very similar to that, but maybe a little bit more secure and branded and credible. And it's taken a little while to think about it. They've just started to realize that they've got branded residences, and you can fold that in. Accor have realized that. Um, And they sort of just bought things around the edge of Airbnb, and that didn't really work. Um, not just Akko or everyone else, that hasn't really worked. And now you can see you're thinking, maybe timeshare, maybe timeshare. Maybe it's time to go first? back to the 80s.
0: <laughs> Always. I and can't, uh, like... have a little bit of a think about that. And uh, When that mantra never works. Exactly. Give me an example when that mantra doesn't work. Do you think this is the beginning of, will we see more brands? Yes, I do. I think everyone's going to straight back
1: into Timeshare. and it's Because Timeshare was great. It just, it worked on all of the levels, apart from for the consumer. Um, And and I was going to say, what
2: about the sort of like the uh, the salespeople in sort of Spain and stuff selling Timeshare? That's what Timeshare says to me.
1: It really is. It really is. And, um, And I went along when I was, let's call it eight because um, it says eight resorts here, so the only word I can think of was eight, um, to, to see some timeshare with my parents who were being sold timeshare at the time. On the promise, I believe, of the carriage clock or something equally, <laughs> equally enthusiastic. And the guy kind of reigned over everyone's parade by constantly referring to my father as my grandfather, um, which was some of, the, mm, some of the worst sales technique I've ever seen. Uh, they chose <laughs> it, not to buy the timeshare in that environment. But a few years later, I went to the Timeshare conference in Florida, which was brilliant in every way. And that's where I learned the most of the money made at that point was made on loans to people who wanted to buy Timeshare. Uh, and that people were making loads of money off the loans and not just the Timeshare. And of course, Timeshare is one of these fantastic things like resorts uh, where everyone is trapped completely. Um, they've already paid for their week. So they think they've already paid for it. They spend loads of money on site. Um, everything is added. Um, it's kind of like the original center parks, but for timeshare and in sort of peculiar locations. And you, of course, you can swap your weeks. You buy a week and you swap it. It's just like Airbnb, but like credible and, um, local jurisdictions don't hate it. So, uh, and it's not doing anything. It's not doing anything for people's, um, residential house prices. So, well, yes, yeah. I, I, I can't see any flaws apart from possibly for the consumer.
0: Ah, uh, yes, Ooh. that old, that old, yeah. there's old. They're called guests. Ah. Exactly, exactly.
1: But, you know, I'd, I haven't had a chance to look into how many, how long these contracts are, but um, the idea of buying sort of 20 years' worth of, of two weeks of summer holidays, is it appealing? Is it not? It is in a downturn, and certainly if you look at Marriott Vacation's uh, most recent results, it has been a huge spike last year for them. So obviously people are thinking, I can't buy a holiday house, I'm going to buy me some timeshare.
0: Get your holiday that way. Mm-hmm. Um, talking of buying, um, there has been a spot of buying in Venice, no less. Not only of the Dolphins returned to Venice, um, the Rubin brothers have too, with their recent purchase um, of the Baglioni Hotel Luna, which is... Um, Interesting, in as much as there's obviously a lot of confidence there about the return of travel and dolphins. Mm. Um, but interestingly, the position of of luxury in the recovery because we're all we we were all positioning um, budget as front and centre in the recovery game. But where how does this sort of what do we read into this in terms of where luxury fit in? Uh, well, it's exciting
1: because, uh, I'm sorry, Kevin's moved to speak and I was going to talk
0: right over him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just all that mulled wine. I know, yeah. I know. It's like it's like you have a guest and then you invite right in the running house to go all the way over them. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So I, future I, I wasn't going there, by the way.
2: Yeah. Uh, I was going to gonna talk. I was just gonna, I'm just going for another um, hobnob. That was all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just thought I was going to speak. Lowering I was just <laughs> yeah.
0: Sugar levels were dipping. Yeah. So yeah. to top them up. There it goes.
1: But yeah, but so, so yeah, it turns out that um, but while the rest of us may be looking to the budget sector when we can finally travel again, uh, rich people are still rich. Yeah, and-
2: uh, absolutely. I, I think there's going to be um, a real surge in terms of luxury. Um, I, I think it will be one of the, the, the quicker ones to come back. Um, I think that the, the actual demographic of people going to the luxury properties may well change, and we may see sort. of if you're like lower end people going into luxury Ooh. um yes lower end as if by people? magic what lower yes lower end people they're like people without private jets what uh. yeah no <laughs> apparently there is some people without one um <laughs> you know, disgusting. i find it bizarre i mean i was at jll for a time and you know everyone had a private jet there so um, but yeah i mean like you know, less well off people um, yeah i think there's a, you know people are, are going to be you know spending much much more On holidays, um, and you know this pent-up demand. Um, You know they don't get more time with it, um, but they will probably spend more on it.
0: The final bit of news that I thought it might it might be quite nice to talk about was um, is the Whitbread green bonds. Um, I don't know if this is the start or the end of 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 the trend, but um, there seems to have been well, there was a, a very positive response from investors when. These dem bonds were issued, um, and I can't move for ESG-related news uh, this week. Last week, BlackRock 1.2 billion into a Credit Suisse solar energy vehicle. Who said they are increasingly seeking sustainable options for their cash management? So, is this this is a real thing? Then it seems.
2: Yeah, without a doubt, I think it's um, it's quite interesting, isn't it? When there's a crisis, suddenly you know the green agenda goes totally out the window. Um, you know, in the financial crisis 2008 or 2007 you know suddenly the, the the economy was far more important than you know um saving the world um but yeah it's uh, it just seems that we were heading down this path you know Greta us what we should be doing um and the single use plastics going out of every hotel like it's going out of fashion um and then suddenly we're, we're sort of bathing in plastic again um forgetting about the green agenda it it, it just seemed quite short-sighted um and it's good to see it back on the agenda because it really is so important and needs to be firmly on the agenda.
0: And if investors are talking about it, yeah. everyone's suddenly listening.
2: Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense, absolutely. I think it's going to be a big part of, of, of hotel plays going forward.
0: Super. Um, Catherine, have you got anything on that? Anything on anything else? Um, well, it was good to see
1: Whitbread refinancing and continuing to to bolster it's it's not really a war chest because Whitbread really doesn't go to war ever Um, (laughs) so so (laughs) not not, when that would come up not not a war so much as just a a chest a chest with some money in it and I guess they look at it sometimes time and they and find it reassuring as they should because saving is a responsible thing to do um so they sort of look at it and now it's like slightly better for them their chest of money will they do anything with it no um, but they have got it and at least now it saves the planet so that's better than it was
0: indeed
1: So <laughs> yes,
0: yes. <laughs> um okay so just to round off um, this, this, what has can only be described as a very delightful twenty-four minutes. I'm sure you would all agree. Um, was it going to go Ken downhill with... from now?
1: Then was that? The,
0: <laughs> that was <the> delightful
1: <laughs> no. twenty-four minutes.
0: And now <laughs> it's going to get better. It's going to get better. just the point where
2: you turn up with some more biscuits for me.
0: Ah, uh, doorbell ringing imminently. I'm right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're going to ask you some questions, and we're going to ask um, the same questions to every guest that comes on, um, and they will go like this you ready yes okay finish these sentences please when the shutters are up and I've had my jabs in my arm the first thing I'm going to do is
2: sit in a comfortable chair and have a cup of coffee in a cup a real cup because that's the one thing that I really miss and I think have you not got any
0: cups what well, coffee? Yeah, just like,
2: but not actually <laughs> have to make cuffs. it yourself. And, ah, you know, just like yes. go and like sit in like by myself, not with anybody else. You know, I'm not worried about hugging people. I just want to sit and have a coffee and just think about things
0: with your own thoughts. Absolutely, yes, I'm very much, very much looking forward to being reacquainted with them at some point around the eighth <laughs> of March.
2: Yeah, because I, th- I think, you know I did think. oh you know, I'd really like to go out for a meal. Actually, I think in the first couple of months it's going to be a nightmare because everybody's going to be going out, and yeah, you know, it's not that I dislike people, um, <laughs> but I just won't enjoy it as much.
0: If there were a cup people. of coffee, someone else making yeah. you a cup of coffee in a chair sounds wise. Yeah. Okay, mm. um, the best thing about the hotel sector is
2: I think how it constantly changes. I think um, I love the the variety of what you get within it. You know, you can. Be pretty much anywhere on the planet and you know hospitality will, will bring that experience to you
0: nice the hotel sector would be significantly improved if
2: if it just understood its guests you know ah oh, the guests yeah, uh, that's so it confusing it's like i yeah you know, i was lucky enough to um on a business trip go out of the country um to dubai in um, november and I arrived at like four o'clock in the morning or something. And, you know, you you're sort of greased it there. And obviously they know that you're there on business working for the hotel owner. And the only thing I want to do is sleep. And then they take you to your room. Oh, let me take you in the elevator. Let me show you where your room is. No, no, no. I don't want to do that. Like, can you not tell I'm tired? I'm totally disinterested in what you're telling me. Surely there's some way that we can work this out. <laughs> you know, it isn't hard. Didn't
0: need a tour at that no, point in your no, life. No. In your day, just in yeah,
2: bed. Just simple. You know, it isn't that hard to get personal about our guests and what they want.
0: It's really not. No. It's really not. Um, what the hotel, uh, sorry, what the industry needs now is
2: um, strong leadership, um, uh, and probably what it needs more than anything else really is consistent direction from government. I think that there's there's been so many false starts and the amount of money wasted. You know. At, Ultimately, you know, the, the, the hotel owners, et cetera, that are spent on you know, sanitising their hotels, you know, making them COVID secure. Um, meanwhile, the government's stashing every single you know cent they've got getting a vaccine um, and not opening any of them. Um, so it, it just seems that, yeah, we need consistency. now.
0: Consistency indeed. And lastly, I'd like to think we've learnt from this.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, the importance of, you know, local, uh, I think that's the one thing that, that should come out in everyone's mind is, is actually, you know, local supply chains. And this, guess, falls into the whole sustainability thing, doesn't it? You know, our, our supply chains are so dependent on overseas. Um, I do hope
1: you're not going to bring M&S Paris into this.
2: <laughs> I mean, you've suffered. Firsthand. I have, Kathy. I have. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if you're still flummoxed what to do with the um, stuffing you got last week. Um, but, you know... It's I, know just... I know
1: exactly what to do with the stuffing.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I, I think we just, um, we've lost sight of, of actually what's around us. Um, and now we're just dependent on, you know, lowest cost denominator.
0: Absolutely. Um, Kevin, it's a, it was a joy to have you on thank you so much for joining us no, thank
2: you it's been a, it's been a pleasure
0: fare ye well with your chocolate hobnobs we can yes. send more um i'm not sure how these days we do that but maybe <laughs> through it in a in a brown cardboard box seems to be well, was say,
1: before all this weren't we were we printing everything out on 3d printers uh, yeah. oh yeah We you print meats now that's a thing that you can do isn't it <laughs> meat printing
0: <laughs> just get some of those <laughs> mm pop that in the in the office. Good yes. oh, idea. Meat printer. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Catherine. And thank you, Emily. Next time. cheery Bye. Thanks. Bye. 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 So that concludes our thoughts for this week. Thank you to everyone involved in creating this episode and providing something for your ears whilst walking the dog, washing the cat, chopping the veg, or however else you pass the time while podcasting. Please do review and subscribe if you get your ear entertainment via Apple, or follow new tricks if your ear delight comes from Spotify. These things make a difference,
1: apparently. Until next time.